get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 317. And it actually seems like it's been so fucking long because it really have. <laughs> I was what up, though, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I almost kind of forgot. I, as I'm saying it, I'm like, am I even saying this right? There's no wrong answer, but I mean. I, no, I mean, you, I was wondering why you said the numbers. <laughs> like, no, but this... I think we've always said the numbers uh, to episode whatever it is. Three one or or whatever the number is. Uh, I don't know. I have to go back and listen to an episode just to make sure. But welcome back after a long fucking time. Uh, <laughs> I think it was June. What what was that? I think it was June, July. No, July. I think was our last full podcast. That sounds about right. But yeah. So welcome back. Uh, I realized today that I'm an old fucking man. I reached down and threw my back out. So. That's my current update. <laughs> Alrighty. Bruh. Bruh. And you know, and since then, uh, Mike has become a YouTube uh Don't female. say it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, nah, but it's really cool, man, to just see like you you watch a lot of shit and cover a lot of shit. And so uh yeah, it's pretty dope though, you know. And I follow the shows that I watch and stuff, so um, and I wish I was a phenom. Uh, I'm a, I will say I'm I'm happy with I'm very happy with the progress that the channel made this year. Um, and I'm super I, I'm, I'm coming into 20, 2023 with expectations for that bitch. Like, all right, we gonna make some moves this year. So for people who are may, maybe uh, unaware under a rock or maybe a random first time listener, kind of explain the, the YouTube. Page. Yeah. So uh, the YouTube's called One Mike. Um, Mike like my name, M-I-K-E, and not Mike like short for microphone. And basically, I just cover uh, television shows. It, I, I call it, I say TV and movies because I'll drop a movie review every now and then, but I mainly focus on television shows. I essentially watch everything and drop reviews on each episode if it's a show that I consider to be full coverage that I'm doing. And that's really it, man. And I just, I, like you said, I watch everything. Like, I just, I it's kind of become like my life consumption. Like when I'm not doing my responsibilities, like any free time is either literally going to the channel or going to the channel in a figurative way in that I'm like thinking about it or I'm like, you know, in my head, like planning things out. It's just, it just consumes my, uh, my free time pretty much. And I mean, I'm seeing some fruits of that labor for sure, but um, progress has been, I'm not going to say slow, it's been not fast, but it's been steady. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I want it to start becoming fast in 2023. I feel like these first two years, because I've now had it for two years as of the end of November. Wow, so it's been two years, jeez. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's got two years since the end of November. And I feel like, you know, year one was like, all right, well, let's just do this and just make sure we stick with it and and see what happens. And year two has been like a, like I said, it's been kind of consistent growth, just at a steady pace, becoming more comfortable, learning what works, what doesn't, learning when to say, uh, stop covering that, Mike, and not 
forcing myself to keep doing it, you know, paying attention to, okay, this is something I should probably be talking about or looking at. Like I, I'm like, now I'm like getting the hang of it. And now 2023 is like 2023 needs to be big step forward. Like I, I don't want, if 2023 mirrors 2022, it was, it's going to be a failure in my eyes. So it needs to be significantly better in 2023 than it was this year. So and I expect that to happen. That's not like, oh, I hope I hope I have a significantly better year. I expect to have a significantly better year if I can continue to devote the time to it that I do now. I mean, that's I mean, that's that's a good barometer to have, you know, progressing from the from the previous year, previous day, whatever the fuck, you know. So, you know, that, that's definitely a, a, a good barometer to use. So um, what do you think? I feel like I'm interviewing you and shit. <laughs> like, like what do, what do you think you're going to change with, with your, like with the new year or is it just more content or is it just you know because i mean you have a great format of what you how you do your show uh your shows but like if you is it pretty much just doing what you've been doing but just a lot more or better or like how do you how do you how do i guess well let me say i mean viewer ticks and views is i guess the barometer that you kind of have to go with yeah as far as how if it's a better year than the previous year, but is yeah. there anything other than like views that make it better than the other year. It's like, it's not so much like I'm going to change this or I'm going to do it. It's more like I spent a lot of 2022, like learning what was working and what wasn't. So now I feel like I have a pretty good idea going into 2023 of just what I, how I need to be running the channel. Like there was still just too many kind of like learning curve mistakes. Now I feel like I have a plan. Like I'm like, I can do this now. And now I, I feel a lot more zoned in. And I'd say like the, a, a better example, like these last two, three months, like have been like not where I'm starting to feel confident. Like, okay, I'm, I'm getting this shit now. Like now we getting somewhere. I know what I need to do. So now going into 2023 with that knowledge, I just feel like I can just start, like knocking shit out the park as opposed to like the kind of like massive learning curve that I experienced over the, like the beginning of a uh, 2022, just kind of still figuring shit out. Like there's not, there's going to be a lot less wasted time in 2023 and a lot more calculated moves. Like I, I, I actually, I'll give you an example. Uh, side note, am I breaking up at all? Nope. You're good. Okay. So um, I'll give you an example. When I was covering the white Lotus this year, I was look. I'm I'm always looking at the views, right? And with each episode, the views generally tend to go up if it's a show that I'm getting eyeballs on. Um, and I got a lot of plays on at least again by my barometer a lot for this year and for this time. Um, on the second to last episode, and for some reason, it just struck me. I was like, why? If I if I have a show where I know I can get X amount of plays on every episode. Why would I limit myself to only talking about that show when a new episode drops? If maybe I can think of like, oh, I can make a video about that show that is not about the episode. And maybe that video gets the same amount of plays. And if it does, then now I can be like, okay, well, this is now I'm essentially I, like almost like controlling my income to a degree. And so I put out in between the second to last episode and the last episode, I put out a video that was just about theorizing because I've been talking about the show all season and like the characters and the relationships and the themes and all that kind of shit. 
And it didn't even it didn't even occur to me that there was kind of like a little murder mystery that existed in the show, mm -hmm. which I thought was the focus in season one. And I think that kind of might have fucked up how I looked at the show. But like I didn't even think about the murder mystery part. So then I made a whole video that was just about the murder mystery aspect, like who could be who could have died, who could have did it, all this kind of shit. And that motherfucker got three times as many plays as the as the video about the episode. So I'm like, yeah. Now, once I find some shit that works, if I can make a video that's not about the episodes, like I can, if I can make, if I can think of like, oh, let me talk about this character in a video. Let me talk mm -hmm. about this. Like, you know, I, if I can say, like, if I, to, to make a, a simple number, if I have a show where I'm getting a thousand plays on every single video and it has 10 episodes in the season, I can be like, okay, that'll be 10,000 plays for that show. But if I know that, why do I have to limit myself to the 10? to the 10 videos for the 10 episodes. Why don't I do 30 videos on that show and get 30,000 plays instead of 10,000? Like right, that right. kind of shit, it just took me doing it to figure that out. So like now that's something I'm gonna enter 2023. Like in the back of my mind, I know my my number one performance show in the history of my channel. And it, I know this because I literally dug through the analytics and I made an Excel spreadsheet, all this shit. <laughs> so I know that I know this shit for sure. The best performing video, I'm sorry, the best performing show on my channel was Yellow Jackets. Mm -hmm. So I know in March, when season two come out, Yellow Jack is about to have all my attention. Like, I, like if 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 season two performs like season one did, I'm going to be putting out three Yellow Jackets videos a week, my nigga. Like, we going to be, <laughs> we going gonna to be flooding the, flooded the market with that shit. So like, like but I'm like, like my point doing? is like, I'm that's how I know. Yeah, always. <laughs> I'm going to always be busy with Yellow Jackets. Because I'm just like, because if, because if, if you are somebody and I'm not there yet, but if you're somebody who knows that every video you put out is going to get X amount of plays, you can, you can, it, it, that's like printing money, nigga. Like, mm -hmm. well, like, okay, I'm a, oh, this is going to get a hundred thousand plays. Let me put out three videos about that and make X amount of dollars. Like you can just like decide how much money you get essentially like, and I'm not there yet, but I'm understanding now that if I do come across that scenario, I can possibly do something like that so that, like that's just one example of something that i figured out toward the end of this year that now going into next year i can be like yeah when succession come out yup when yellow jackets come out yup like, like i already know so yeah shit like that yeah that's good i mean and and i think a, and i thought you probably thought about it probably a lot as well as that or not i don't know but how do you differentiate yourself from the so many other like YouTube that do a similar thing to you? I think because I think what makes me uh, different one, I am more, uh, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? I think I, I'm more of a real person to everybody. So what I mean by that is if you look at, if you Google, I mean, like look up on YouTube and you want to look up, we'll just stick with white Lotus. I want to, you want to look up some reviews for the white Lotus season finale. Almost every video you find, even though it will, it might show a person's face in the thumbnail, it's mostly people who are talking over still images of the, of the show. Right. And they really just, and all they really do is just tell you what happened, but I'm putting myself out there. You see me and it's a person talking to you about not just, I'm telling you what happened in the episode. You saw the fucking episode. I'm telling you 
what to make of that. Like, you know, this right. is what this means or like, like, oh, it's crazy how this is telling you this one thing about this person's relationship and you juxtapose that with the other. Like, I'm breaking this shit down. So I'm like, people look at that and like, here's a, relate, here's a relatable ass nigga who's entertaining, crack, you know, funny sometimes, he crack jokes, he knows what the fuck he's talking about. And I and I engage with my, I engage with my people too. So I think that's what set me apart, really. Yeah, I, I, I think some of the best people to do YouTube and whether it's, you know, in general, YouTube, not necessarily TV shows or anything. It's just interaction uh, with their with their uh, audience. Like I, I watch this one tow truck driver, and all he does is fucking uh, go to places and pick up cars as you know whatever reason needs to be told, and he gets the most fucking views like ever. And then he does these like giveaways and shit where he gives out money to random people because he gets so many fucking views. So I know his pay from views is probably insane or some shit, but. And it's not just his giving away money part, which, but he, but he just gets a lot of views and shit, you know, from just doing some shit. He's doing shit he work at. He do it every day. He just fucking pick up cars and shit. So, uh, but other than that, I, I watch a couple other videos. I've been looking at videos about uh, doing a cigar lounge in the house, which I kind of get through that as well. And this guy's real cool and he he's really interactive and shit. So interaction is definitely dope though. So I know it's kind of hard because I mean, you could probably have, 10 20 30 comments on some shit and having to potentially want to reply to all of those can get cumbersome you know but i think it's a it's always cool when you see people replying if not all most of them so in year one i could comment on every comment now i can't comment on every comment because it's just too many and I, I you know i like being able to say that but like it's like if I'm doing it's good problems <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's a good problem to have but it's like if i'm covering four shows simultaneously, which is generally kind of what I'm doing. If I'm covering four shows simultaneously and each video has like 60 comments on it, like I, I don't have time to be just replying, replying to every single one. And if it's like simple and it's like, oh, thanks. Or like, mm -hmm. that's kind of what it was in the beginning too. It'd be people like, oh, I like this video. And like, oh, the, oh, I feel you. And I'd be like, oh, thanks. Thanks for subscribing. Like, but now niggas be writing essays on my shit, dog. I'm like, I don't even have time to read all this shit, let alone reply nah. to it. I mean, I see a lot of people like, like comments and they necessarily don't reply. So it's kind of one of those, I acknowledge that you made a, a comment. Cause I mean, they got, you know, you get to a point, you know, and you know, hopefully you will be at that point. Well, you, I mean, kind of the point now with so many comments, you can't read everything, but, you know, kind of acknowledging, you know, I've seen that a lot from uh, YouTube users as well. So. Yeah, what I'm what I try to do is like I'll have a time period where like um, I don't have to go into each video. I can go through uh, the YouTube studio and I can go to like a comment section. And it'll just list like all of my unreplied comments and oh, I can okay. reply to the comments within that, uh, like within that interface. Like I don't have to like go to the video and reply. Like, so it, it's like, I can be like, I can re like reply, enter, boom, done, reply, boom, done, reply. But like, it's like real quick. So sometimes I'll like just open that up and I'll just reply to like whatever the like 30 most recent comments are, something like that. And like, that's kind of what I just do because it it gets to, it gets to be too many, even if even if it's just like liking them. It's like again, it's like I, I could have, you know, hundreds a day. So it's like I can't really like I don't even have time to just sit and be like 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 <laughs> and like to a degree it's it's nice to not have not feel obligated to read them all anymore. But I try to read as many as I can. I just like uh I I rely on like okay, every every like 
like, and I might put this as like a goal or plan. Like once a week, I'll go into the comment section and just reply to like fifty comments or something like that. Or and then maybe or and maybe like an additional fifty, you know, something like that. So that way, you know, there's still some constant uh, interaction going on in there. But yeah, it's it's too overwhelming to to do something with all of them now. And I like having I like having that problem. But um, yeah. yeah, that's just another way that I know. Um, that things are going well too. Plus, plus when I'm like replying to stuff that makes more comments, which I think helps the algorithm push a video a little bit more as well. If it's seeing that that video is having a lot of interaction in it, so okay, cool, cool. One of the things I and I, and I know we bring up your uh your your show um pretty often. I think when we were you know when we were regularly regularly recording. But I think one thing I'm gonna try not to do is try to do. I'm gonna try not to do the spoilers that I normally do and talk about shows, but people probably <laughs> are going to watch shows. Uh, so I I was thinking about that, but I was going to ask you if you have you done your list yet of your favorite favorite top five shows this year. <laughs> funny, funny, you should ask that. Um, <laughs> my, and I'm gonna do the same thing for 2023. I have never not had a top shows list. The first show that I watched in 2022 was Peacemaker, that John Cena show on HBO Max. And I watched Peacemaker and I was like, man, that show was a lot better than I expected it to be. Like, that was really fucking entertaining. And that was a good ass show. I was like, you know what? I'm going to preemptively put that in my best shows for the year and we'll, we'll just see what happens. And that's literally how everything played out. So, like, every show... Like I would, you know, if, okay, is this something that I feel is probably going to be one of the best shows? No. Is this something I feel like it? Yup. And I might add it to a list and not add it to a list. A new per new one comes in, move something out, move something in. So it's been an ever evolving list since Peacemaker. So I've never not had a list. And then now I'm at the point where like, I think around December at the start of December, cause I'm like around December, it's December now at the start of December, I knew that I really only had a few more shows left to watch before I would have watched everything that I wanted to watch this year. So then I started to like, really like try to order it, like try to put a top 10 in order. Like, okay, what, what's, what do I want to put in what place? What, how do I want to finalize this? And then I had an honorable mention section, which I'll tell you right now, I have a top 10 and then I have an honorable mentions that has like 25 shows in it. <laughs> like right God now. Damn. Yeah, so like I got it, it's it's yeah it's pretty pretty well organized. So yeah, yeah, I have a top five. <laughs> I have a top ten. Uh, my plan right now is to, um, I'm well. I was all my plan has always been because I did one for 2021 is to do a best of 2022 video. That that's always been the plan. But now what I've decided that I'm probably gonna do is I'm probably gonna make it a live video. So like it'll be an event and I'll have it on like Saturday and like the first or second Saturday in January where like that way it'll be the same as like a regular video. But since it's live, people can like comment and shit in like a chat and maybe I can like read the comments and reply to some of them, you know, and maybe it being live can might get more eyes on the channel. So I'm gonna try to do it live because, of course, even once it's done, it's not like, oh, if you miss it live, you won't be able to see it. It'll be a video on the channel that you can still watch. So right. Um, yeah, so that's that's my plan right now. I just have uh, a couple more things that um, I'm going to want to knock out before I do that just to see if like I don't think anything that I have left to knock out is going to make my top 10. My top 10 is I'm like 
99.99% sure my top 10 is not going to change. But some of the th- like a couple of things that I got left to watch might hit the honorable mentions. So I'm like, eh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll watch these before I uh, decide what date I'm going to do the video and, and make it official and all that kind of shit. So that's, that's my, actually my plan for the next three days or so is to, I'm going to be like, it's weird for me to say I'm going to be binging because you're probably like, what else do you do, nigga? That's all you do is binge. But like, <laughs> I'm going to be extra, extra binging because I don't have to work. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I uh, I got to, I'm curious because uh, I was, I had to go, I was looking at a 22 list of shows because I don't be re- remembering all the shit until I actually see it again. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm curious to hit, see your, your list because I, I guess I could probably guess some, but I'm curious. You can like yeah. like if you were somebody who like I I don't think there's anybody who watches all my shit. But like if you watch like if you're somebody who's around and you like and you kind of like see because I'll, I'll reference stuff every now and then. Like I'm sure you could you could probably name a probably at least half the shows in my top ten. You could probably name. Yeah. You might need some time to think about it, and you might need to maybe like go through like oh, what all shows is he covered, and, you know stuff like that. But like. I feel like even if you don't go with, go through that, if you probably just think of like what shows that I see or what shows that I know he saw that he talked about a lot, you could probably guess half of them. Yeah. Cause I don't really, I don't, when I really like something, I, I, I don't keep it a secret. <laughs> like, I'm saying, I'm telling, I'm telling the skies like, yo, if I really like this, you need to fuck with this. Cause I'm a very harsh critic. So yeah, yeah. I, would, I mean, I, I know for a fact, you know, my number one show and that would be the most, <laughs> The oh, most, yeah, because yeah. I've been saying I've had the same number one show since June, yeah. <laughs> July. I, I know you're I know you're number one for sure, but I'm curious to see. And like I say, don't answer because I know you're going to bring it up in your show, but when your your list. But I'm curious to see where Winning Time shows. I'm curious to see where We Own the City shows, and I'm curious to see uh, what was the uh, banking show industry. Uh, industry i'm curious to see where those top those three land i have a feeling they're probably i got a good feeling they're they're probably top 10 but i'm curious to see so well all three were in the top 10 at one point okay but two of those three got pushed out of the top 10 so they're now in the honorable mentions but two of them two of them were in the top 10 at one point the other one that is still in the top 10 is very fucking high in the top 10 yeah, like I think okay. it's like I want it's probably top three, which would obviously make it two or three. But like it's 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 very fucking high. I, it's weird that I don't know it by heart. But that's because I know I can name the ten shows, but I can't name the order because, like I said, they kind of existed in like this ever evolving order all year, and I didn't finalize the order until earlier this month. So I don't I don't know it by heart. But I know I, one of those three shows I know is very fucking high. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. But I, like I said, I'm looking forward to it. I, those are three that were my some, uh, three of my favorites this year. Um, so, I've seen uh, all of those in. Um, well, no, I I have not seen Winning Time in any list. Uh, hmm. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, and I it makes me wonder if I don't, I I don't consider myself someone who could be like this, but. It makes me wonder: Did we have a maybe a little bit of added bias because of the con- like the nature of the the topic? You know, it being about magic and about NBA and shit like that. But like, I I don't I don't think so. 
I don't, I don't know, so. man. I mean, that's like saying somebody had, you know, a bias for we own the city because they they like cop shit, you know, or they're, you know, in tune with cops or whatever the fuck. So I mean, but that that does exist though, like because there is some shit. Like I, I'll say to my channel, like, yo, this is just my kind of shit. <laughs> like, right, right. like I can, like if you don't like it, all right, I understand. But this is just my kind of shit. Um, so I mean, it can happen, but I don't, I don't think that I don't think that's what it was though. I don't know. I maybe a lot of people didn't watch it. Cause it just didn't look like something like it. Did, it really didn't look like something that was gonna be like, oh, this is some prestige television. Like, I, I, <laughs> like, I, I kind of thought it was gonna be cheesy as fuck. To be, uh, to be perfectly honest, but I was very, I was de definitely surprised at how much I really liked it and how how well it was what how well it was made. Um, I thought uh, Kareem's character, I thought Magic's characters were really fucking good. Um, fucking Step Brothers, I can't think of his goddamn name. Um, oh, uh, John C. Riley. John C. Riley was fucking awesome in that. You know, he given was. a lot of the roles that he he played in the past. You kind of think of, you know, him just being this quirky dude, but he played an awesome, awesome role in that. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I was kind of shocking that, and I haven't looked at many. I know you probably looked at. Me, I've looked at a lot of more Well, a lot of uh, lists. Yeah, um, yeah, I've looked at a lot because because now I'll, now that mine is finalized, I want to see what other people's look like. So yeah, right, I've, right. I've looked at a lot. I've looked at a lot of lists. Um, and and by and large, they look the same. Like like you might see stuff that's higher or lower in other people's lists, but I, I like by and large, I feel like everybody kind of has a very similar, maybe not a, necessarily a similar top ten, but I think if you expanded it to a top twenty, you would see a lot of the same shows in everybody's list. Because I I I feel like everything that's in my top ten. I have seen in other people's lists, maybe not at the same place, maybe not in the top 10, but like uh, severance, for example, severance is in everybody's list. Everybody's <laughs> like ain't a list and, without severance in it. And, and it's crazy because I mean, I mean, I mean, every, everything is subjective, but I, I wanted to go back and watch severance because I didn't finish it. And it just, I just lost interest in it, but I've seen so much, so many rave reviews over the show. I kept saying, like, what the fuck am I missing? And then I just never got back into it. But I did want to watch again. I just well kind of reminded myself when I saw it, when I looked at TV shows, like, fuck, I didn't finish that. You know, well, talk about shows that stick the landing. <laughs> that's that that's one. That was a that that was a finale, nigga. Like that, that was they they nailed that fucking finale. But yeah, severance isn't everybody's list. Um, what's another one saying like everybody's list? Andor isn't like almost everybody's list. Um. Oh, Better Call Saul. Every list. Oh yeah. Every single imagine. one. Mine. Mine too. Every yeah. every every list has Better Call Saul final season. You know stuff like that. So like there's like there's four or five things that like every list has those. Um. But yeah, it's kind of fun to look at them now because now I feel like I've seen all the same shit that the professional critics have seen. So now now I can like really make a comparison where it's like you know how sometimes we'll be watching like. The Oscars, not not me and you, but like we collectively people will be watching the Oscars and say, uh, whatever movie with famous black guy in it doesn't win, and then all the black Twitter be like, ah, oh, I can't believe, blah 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 didn't win. It's like, well, you only saw that movie. Right. <laughs> like, like, you didn't did watch you nothing. All else. the other four, like you didn't see nothing else. And granted, your one might have been great that one that person the, the whatever the one you mad about maybe i agree with you that that should have won but i probably saw the other things you didn't and now i feel like even in a place where 
I could oh, every year I can be like, I saw most, I saw a lot of the stuff that got nominated. I saw a lot of the stuff that people like. This is the first year where I saw everything. <laughs> so I'm like, like it's uh, it's nothing in the list that I haven't seen. So I'm like, uh, that, now I can really kind of make a, like a one-to-one comparison between my thoughts and the professional critics because the professional critics play no role in what I do. I don't read nobody else's shit before I make my videos. Like I make my video, that's my thoughts. And that's what it is. Perfect example. You know, all season, I did not like Atlanta, dog. Like, right. well, I, well, I'm not going to say I didn't like Atlanta. I would say we had both season three and season four this year, a collective, what, 20 episodes. I probably liked half of, like, I probably thought half of them were really, really good. And half of them, I was like, why did you even make this? <laughs> so, like, and you know that. But Atlanta on everybody's list. Not mine, but it's on everybody's list. That's the that's where I stand. That's where I'm alone. Atlanta not on my list. It's on everybody's list. Yeah, if I if I had to make a list, Atlanta definitely probably wouldn't be in my my top shows. And I didn't watch a lot of shows, but yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, I'm with you on that. <clears throat> so it's fun that. fun to look at these kind of like one to one comparisons. Like, oh wow, I have without any knowledge of what. Variety or Rolling Stones list with no knowledge of what these professionals who have been doing it for decades, what their list was going to look like. Now I'm looking at their list. They saw everything. I'm looking at my list. I saw everything. And holy shit, we like the exact same fucking shows. Mm-hmm. And like that gives you confidence. Like, right, yo, I, right. like, I'm doing something right because we saw the same shit and we feel the same way about it. So I will say that my number one, I don't think I saw it as number one on any list. Yeah, that's interesting. Yes, but it's on every list. <laughs> Another one, every list. But I well, don't think I, I don't think I saw it number one anywhere though. And actually, no, I think I saw one list where it was not in the top ten. <laughs> well, it's funny because what I thought your number one was, uh, and then I, I had a, I had a thought of what your number one was, and then when I started naming some other shit, and you started naming some other stuff, like, nah, it's probably that one. But now that you're saying this show is not on your your number one i mean i will i mean i don't have we don't have to speak a secret because i've I've kept my list as a whole close to the chest but i've never been i've never been quiet about the bear being my number one show so i'm talking about the bear well That's okay so one. so i thought the bear was your number one but then when i when you when we brought up better call saw it's like well fuck maybe it's that but then when you said it's not a lot of people on the list i was like it gotta be the bear then yeah so the bear is my number one it's not, I don't, I don't think I saw it number one on anybody else's list, but like, it's like top five on everybody's list. But so I like, bet a I'm lot of people have that. Uh, Better Call Saul is their first, I would imagine. Yes. Yeah. Better yeah. Call Saul is number one on a lot of yeah. lists. Yes. So you said yours wasn't, I went back to like, okay, it gotta be the bear then. Cause yeah, I, I couldn't see, uh, I could see that for you because you really like the show and I really love the show, but I think a lot of people would probably, would, would, the list would probably include. Better call Saul is in the mall. So yes, and, and with Better Call Saul, I think the uh, this is how I'm going to explain it when I do the video. The way I organized it, like how did I rank? How did I place one thing above the other thing? It was one. How how badly did I anticipate the next episode? That was the that was one way, one piece of criteria that I used. Because there were some shows where I'm just like, please, I cannot wait until blank day, whichever day that show aired, where I'm like, I can't wait to see this show. Industry was one of those. 
Industry season two was a struggle for me to get from get through them seven goddamn days in between them episodes. I'm, I'm like, man, I can't wait for this next one. So when I was trying to figure out how I was going to place industry versus other things that I felt similar for, it was like, okay, how much did I anticipate the next episode of this show versus how much I anticipate the next episode of industry? So like, that's one of my criteria. And the other one is my, my number one criteria. If you, Wow me with some shit I'd never seen before. You gonna you gonna be at the pantheon of how I how I judge shit. So like shows get a lot of extra points for showing me something I've never seen before. And it doesn't. And when I say something I've never seen before, it, it, I don't mean something necessarily spectacular. But like uh, when, when I say spectacular, I mean like you know uh, the, I've never seen a fucking I don't know somebody shit upside down like right, <laughs> like right, another right. like, ridiculous like that. But like. Uh, for example, like, OK, like Reservation Dogs, like I've never seen a show with like that's like with Native Americans on a reservation that shows me like their culture and like mm -hmm. how they live. And like now I feel like I have a, a unique understanding of like how Native Americans live today. Like, like nothing, there's nothing like that on television. Dog. And it's like really good. And like all these characters and their relationships and like all oh, it's kind of like it's really interesting. And it's like they're likable characters. It's like a kind of like a, a heartfelt show. It, it, it's I don't know it does it does everything really well but I've never like where do you get where can you get that you can't get that anywhere so nah. like that's what I mean by some shit I never seen before like you I can't get that anywhere so like those two things like how unique I think yeah how unique is your show and how much did I anticipate the episodes week to week uh the bear is just the bear actually doesn't necessarily hit either one of those criteria really because I binged the bear, which I mean, I guess that kind of speaks to anticipating every episode. I had all of them accessible at one time. So I watched all of them at one time. Right. <laughs> it wasn't technically all of them at one time. I think I watched like four or five and then I like went to sleep and then I, the next day I watched the rest. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I went straight through them. But the bear, uh, it, it got extra points for just like doing everything perfectly. Like how you make a perfect TV show like that, where like everything is just done perfectly. It just took everything to create like maximum like tension or maximum emotion, maximum feeling. And I'm like, what what I what I'm gonna say in the video and what I've said to you and what I've said everywhere is if you can make a nigga slapping a, another a donut out of nigga hand be like the most traumatizing moment for me of this year <laughs> in television. Bruh. How did you get? How did you do that? Like, well, I'm, it's not a question. I know how they did it. But, like, the fact that they were able to do something like that and then to make that last episode the fucking pressure cooker that it was, like, it, it was just, it was a master class, dog. Like, so, I, I, like, that's why that one's number one. But everything else after that, it was kind of like, how good was it? And then, like, like, okay, how much did I anticipate the next episode? How creative was it? How unique was it? All that kind of shit. So um, that's why I Better Call Saul um wasn't number one or anything like that because at the end of the day better call Saul wasn't anything I hadn't seen before because I'd seen five seasons of Breaking Bad and I've seen six seasons of Better Call Saul. Right, right. And it right. it delivered, but it delivered exactly what the fuck I expected because I had 10 previous seasons of the same nigga telling me the same story. <laughs> so <laughs> yes, it was it was a phenomenal fucking season of television, which is exactly what I expected it to be. But that means that means it doesn't earn points for blowing me away because I'm like, I expected it to be great. And it was. So, of course, it's going to end up in my top 10. 
But was I just floored? Like, holy shit, this is a, like, I've never seen anything like this. This is incredible. It was like, no, I've seen that every season because Vince Gilligan is an amazing fucking television guy. So, yeah, that that's that's why it wasn't my number one. Yeah, interesting. Um, I guess not to digress, so we don't make this too long. Um, I was just going to cover a few things that uh, were going on in the last last five or six months. Um, so I've been talking at probably nauseam to to the point of just like not liking my job and wanting my money and all this shit. And so I I finally got off the got off the pot and actually uh, took an interview and. One, I always talk about, I always hear about people talking about how you should, you should do interviews just to keep yourself fresh and just see what's out there. And I wish I would have took that fucking advice so bad because I felt so fucking nervous at this fucking interview. And it's, and it was just crazy because like, it wasn't nothing that I was asked about that was like out of the realm of my like career or stuff I've done, but it was just a, just the interaction just threw me the fuck off to the point where I feel like I'm probably not going to get the job. And I'm okay with that because one, the job is going to be way stressful than I think I wanted to take on mm-hmm. um, and a longer drive than I wanted to make, but it was just good to just, to just do an interview and shit. Uh, so yeah, I, might, I might do that. <clears throat> so it was, it was cool. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if, I don't know if you dislike your, your situation like I do, but <laughs> no, I, I, no, <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> yeah. So I, I really dislike my situation. My, my, and I, and I'm going to say just my, I don't, I don't dislike my actual job. I just, just I, well, mainly I just like to pay. <laughs> I just like to pay and I just like the fact of having to go in the office every day. So those are my biggest, biggest qualms. And I just, I think I got to the point of kind of getting complacent. And then, you know, at the point where I know I need not, and it's not like, it's not to the point of just, I need another job because I, I need to make more money, but I deserve to make more money, you know? And right. the needing to make more money is because uh, we finally closed on the house. So, that's going to be pretty cool. So, you know, I think we, we talked, uh, I had talked about earlier in the year about us, you know, through the trials and tribulations of trying to uh, buy a house. You know, we tried to build a house. That shit didn't work. We fucking got outbid like five, four or five times on house. And so we, I'll just, you know, at the point I told my wife, like, let's just not, let's just wait. And she was just like, kind of, you know, at first she wasn't really for it, but then it was like, the prices are so crazy. You know, we kind of was forced to. So, we ended up finding a house that was probably about 40 or 50 grand less than what we wanted to build. And it's, and it has pretty much most of the amenities that we were going to do. So kind of happy that we didn't because we would have paid so much more for some shit in the beginning of the year than we did now. So uh, hopefully we close uh, in the uh, Jan- uh, end of January, February. So end up being so we and we, we lucked up we end up getting a new build that we re- we really wanted so i guess they call them spec home they just build a crib and it's just a, a neighborhood it's not like a subdivision or anything huh. and so That's interesting we, i've never heard that term <clears throat> me neither I, I was uh it was new to me too um and so we found the house in october right before our anniversary and we looked at it early in the week and then we were gonna uh we were going to just think on it, you know, it's nice house and shit, but we just like, let's think on it. And then they had a person who had came to see the house previous and they were coming back. So we were like, well, fuck that. We really wanted this <laughs> offer. So right. we made an offer. Cause I'm like, if they're going to come back, they're probably going to get it. So 
we put in an offer and then we went out of town for the weekend and then came back and they accepted. So yeah, man, it's gonna be dope. What I'm really looking forward to is actually building a, a lounge in my basement. All right. Um, so that's I've been I've been doing sketches. I got like half ass blueprints and shit. <laughs> Man, like I've really been into it and shit. So, uh, is this Ocean's Eleven, nigga? Like, bruh, bruh, bruh. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do a Here's scale. Where the safe gonna go, bro. I'm gonna do a scale blueprint for real. But uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to it, man. It's it's really what you know for the most part. All the stuff my wife really wanted, and I, I, we're 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 simple. Me, we as a men are really simple for the most part with with houses. You know, I don't know, I don't know how much how involved you were in the process when you guys got your house, but. I, I don't I couldn't see a lot of things being a factor for you versus your wife or am I just totally pegging you guys wrong? <laughs> no, I mean, no, it was there was she had, you know, like the main requirements, like because she has the things that she wants to to make her life easier. Like she wanted, OK, more kitchen space. And, you know, we need we, we can't have like a we we can't have like just one full bathroom. We're right. going to need. Two, at least two at least two full bathrooms you know right. shit like that right um i didn't have really any requirements i wanted a space to be able to smoke but it was kind of like is that gonna make like am i gonna let that make or break a house like no right but like when we got to this house it was like well that's a big garage i could probably use that space all right mm-hmm. i'm in <laughs> right 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 exactly i mean it exactly. wasn't that simple i mean but it, like like my house had like before I even walked into it, all kinds of signs that like f- they felt like signs for me that this was going to be my kind of spot because it was like, OK, we turned down the street. It's called New Life Lane, like New Life. OK, <laughs> cool. That sounds that sounds uh sounds like something I want to do. Right. And then we get to the end of the block and I saw each of the neighbors to the side of the house that we were going to have Black Lives Matter signs in the yard. And I'm like, all right. Well, at least they're willing to pander. Like, right, they, right. even if they don't I, really mean it, they they they, they show yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, at least they're willing to pretend like they do. Like, okay. And then I come up the driveway and I see two basketball hoops, nigga. Like, I'm not even in the house yet. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then I look at it's a pool in the backyard. Like, again, I'm not in the house yet, and I've seen a pool, two basketball hoops, Black Lives Matter. Like, <laughs> like you you talking to me right now? So. Nah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It was... that, that's one thing I will say. Um, I'm not envious of you having to cut of, of cutting all your grass, but I am envious of the space you have between your neighbors. That was oh, one thing man. that I did concede on. We don't have that space, but it's more than I have now and uh, much, much nicer place. So um, and I can say and, and to your point, you know, obviously having a place to to have a beer to smoke and was pretty dope, although I can do it here, but it's not really ideal. Well, right. ideal in the fact of having company and shit. It's, it's a real pretty small room. But yeah. I'm pretty much doing like a roughly 20 by 16 feet room. So it would be pretty, pretty sizable. Um, okay. And the plus is that um, our laundry is on the first floor. So my wife really won't have to come downstairs. And, you know, <laughs> for the most part, unless we, we, we are going to have an area for like workout shit. So she'll probably come down here for that. But other than that, it'll be pretty much my domain. And we have two and a half baths already. And we're going to, we're the, the bathroom in the basement is it, where it's plumb for a bathroom. So uh-huh. I'll have to build a bathroom. So the one thing she was trying to knock me on was uh, putting a, uh, so I told her instead of having another shower down there, I wanted to put a urinal in there. 
So I would have a urinal, a toilet, and a sink. Uh, and a sink. And so she's like, "Why you want to go on another shower?" I'm thinking like, "We got two fucking showers in the house." Like, and for mm-hmm. a man cave, I think it'd be cool as fuck to have a urinal down there. <laughs> so yeah, I was, I, I was more on the cool factor, you know what I'm saying? So uh, mm-hmm. somebody was like, "Well, that might not be great for resale." I'm like, "Shit, we just moved here. Why the fuck we have to think about resale?" Like, <laughs> right? It's a new house. Of, right? It's just <laughs> the least of our problems of fucking uh, resale right now. Right, so. and I, I feel like okay, we could put a urinal in. Oh, we want to sell the house. All right, swap it out for a toilet. Yeah, put it. No, no, <laughs> I'm gonna have a toilet though. It's gonna be a urinal and a toilet. Okay, then man, niggas need to shut up. Then. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's not gonna. It's not gonna. I mean, I mean, I mean, somebody needs to sit down and use the bathroom. And I, I can't expect it's not gonna be at some point. Women, whether it's, whether it's my cousins or. Uh, my, or hey, whatever I thought the, fuck, the plan you know? was if niggas could pee upstairs, right? <laughs> well, upstairs. that too, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> but yeah, they could, but yeah, so that's what I'm kind of doing, man. So I'm I'm looking looking forward to that. So, um, the one part that's really been bugging me, I've been just having to say fuck it, is that my wife has been ordering so much shit, and I'm like, can we just wait to order this shit because the, there's more shit we got to move? So that's partly why my fucking I mentioned in the beginning of this how my back was fucked up because. We had six dining room chairs delivered this morning. Man, I'm all for people being efficient, dog. But <laughs> these motherfuckers said they were delivering between seven and nine this morning. They called at six thirty, like they are around the corner. These motherfuckers at the house at six forty five this fucking morning, dog. <laughs> oh like, man, come on, dude. And so, yeah. So when I uh, they brought all the chairs in, they just put them in my living room. Like I'll just take them in the basement at some point. And I reached down to try to grab a chair, and I had this pain hit my back, dog, and I've been fucked up ever since. But yeah, yeah. but yeah, so that's the thing I'm really excited for, man. Just move, and not necessarily, and and for like the lounge area, not necessarily just smoke, which is going to be a cool thing, but just have an area for me and shit because I want to have TVs down there, have a bar, you know, have a a whole just a pretty much man cave. Because if I didn't do it in the basement, I was going to do it in the backyard, so it was going to happen. <laughs> But it's just mm-hmm. a just a matter of uh of of how. But I'm like, I got all I got, you know, I got a whole area I can do that. So it's kind of cool. Um, but it's just shit, that's just crazy, man. Just thinking about all the shit we have to do because of the new bill. Like we gotta get grass at some point because we don't have grass. We gotta get a fence, uh, you know, shit like that. But mm, that's yeah. bad, man. It is just a lot of fucking money. Like wood costs so fucking much now. Uh everything yeah. costs so fucking much. So just uh yeah, so a part of me needing more money, yes, but I do want more money. And then it's like I said, I just came kind of complacent, man. It was just kind of stupid. So going to the beginning of the year, applying for more gigs and and you know, seeing how that go. So So what city is this house in? Oh, so it's in Westland. So I, I guess for well, I don't know. It's not where you really put that in perspective for anybody else, but it's not terribly far from Detroit. No, like, I mean it's 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 on the edge of Westland, like the I guess you would call it the most eastern edge. So it's only ten minutes from my house now. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it ain't it's not far at all. Um why well, I am looking forward, well, a couple of things, well, a lot of things I'm looking forward to, but one thing is not having to pay fucking Detroit taxes anymore. Hell um, yeah. So <laughs> I know it's different for well, for you guys, you still pay city tax you still pay taxes because you work in the city, but you right. pay a lower percentage. Right. Yeah, so uh, I would since I'm I probably won't have a job in Detroit. I won't, and I, my current job isn't. I won't have to pay any city taxes. Now my wife would pay city taxes because she working working the city, but we'd be able to itemize. So I don't know. I think we talked about this before, but I don't know if you guys do it. But you can 
itemize the days you work at home if you don't live in the city. Hmm. So you can write those days off. So I don't know if that's something you ever looked looked into or how deep you do with taxes and stuff, but you can write off the days that you don't work in the city. So that's something to probably potentially look into, um, save a few bucks or whatever. But that and car insurance is going to go down tremendously. So I'm looking forward to the car insurance <laughs> shit. shit. But I'm, I'm actually thinking about having a different car, man, because my car, I have a 16, my 2016 car, and my insurance is more than my wife's 2022 vehicle damn and like it just went up like 50 bucks a month and i can't understand it i ain't, I haven't gotten any points i don't know what the fuck is so i'm actually thinking about just a different car just because i'm like i'm not like it's stupid to have a car that's damn near what eight what's that eight years no six years old and it's the and, and the insurance is more than a fucking new car 22 like that's just ridiculous yeah that's what it, yeah that's insane but you mentioned something earlier about uh like your reasons for wanting a new job, you were like, you know, I want to make sure I get paid better and I want to make sure, you know, I can, you know, work from home. And like, I was just talking to my wife about that recently. Like, that's a real kind of like, that's a thing that companies are really going to have to figure out because COVID proved that too many of these kind of like, you know, like a, a generally like a white collar business can work from home. Like and you can still function and thrive in that in that scenario. So it's like you're going to have companies who are going to use that as like an enticement. Like, hey, we you can work from home at this job. So if your job got you where you're not working at home or, or you're working at home only some of the time and some job comes along and says, we're going to pay you the same thing. But you work from home all the time. It's like, all right, why the fuck am I still here? So it's like now jobs are going to have to look at that. Like, OK, are we going to how many people are we going to lose to rival companies who are willing to let their people work from home and we not. And my job is uniquely like that because they have the, they have the added financial incentive of us being downtown. So if we're not there. Downtown businesses suffer. And guess who owns a lot of the downtown businesses? Right. <laughs> my job. <Right>. So, <laughs> so like it's a kind of a catch 22 for them. And but that might not be that's not going to be a problem for virtually any other company. <laughs> yeah. That, and that, yeah, that's probably a small, a small case scenario for you guys. So it's kind of conundrum with your place. Um, for me, it's just stupid because they just own the, the place I work for. They just own all of the buildings. So it's like it's some weird thing of just it's like an old school mentality, just having people in 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 seats at a, at a job. And it's and it's fading. I mean, like I say, like you said, it was shown that companies could can deal and uh you know with people being at home shit i mean for the most i, I heard tons of stories of people feeling like they do more work at home because they're not on the typical time constraints you know what i'm saying you figure hell i drive you know a uh, half an hour to and from work that's a whole hour that i probably could just be getting up out of my room and just going into an office and shit mm-hmm. you know and and could and work longer if i was at home i need to finish some shit I would probably just do it because I'm home and I ain't got to leave. But if I'm at work and I don't feel like staying, I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm out, you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, also, for the life of me, I can't understand that shit for a lot of companies. And then also, you're probably not going to have as many people calling off because, like, why are you going to call? <laughs> what you calling off for? Yeah, like, that's you, my mentality. Like, yeah. I'm at home. Like, I mean, let me get this money. Like, let me get this easy money. I don't have to go nowhere. And then that'll, 
you know, that'll allow you to constantly have people working. And so they're not going to be working as much. Like, I mean, they're, they're going to be working more. So I'm like, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's going to be hard to be a company that doesn't allow working from home if you have the ability to. And the people that work there know that they have the ability to, which anybody who worked at their job during COVID, if you work from home, you know that your job got the ability. So like, uh, like my job, I know why they why they won't let us keep working from home because they have a financial incentive in other areas, but other jobs. Yeah. Like, like that's a real factor. So like, you know, five, five years ago, you say I'm leaving. I'm not, I'm not leaving my job because I'm going to leave my job because they won't let me work from home. They go look at you like, who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> but, but now it's like, yo, that's a real, that's a real valid thing. And companies got to come to grips with that. I've heard a lot of people that left uh, my current job, took up jobs at other places and lar largely because those places allowed them to work from home full time. Mm -hmm. It's changing, man. I mean, one of the biggest fucking auto companies in the world for had most of their people working from home globally, not just the United States, fucking everywhere and shit, you know? So, I mean, if a big ass company like a Ford can do it, you know, I, these smaller companies can. And then, it's, you know, for companies that's leasing space, like I talk to people, they start working home because their job didn't even want to pay for the lease no more. Because you, you got, you can, and then they probably could offset the people by paying for the internet and all this shit. That's probably way cheaper than leasing some big ass fucking building, you know, whatever. So it's so many aspects of it, man. But, you know. I think one thing I learned this year is that, you know, and talked to a couple of cool people was that, you know, you got to kind of run your your job like a you got to run it like it's a career, you know, and um, and not necessarily career as in, you know, what you're doing specifically, but, you know, making the making the most money, you know, uh, and, and maximizing or capitalizing on that shit. So, yeah, just yeah, like really just not being apathetic and like making making moves to what you want to get instead of just like dealing with the cars that you ha handling the cars that you dealt, you know, like you don't have to just sit there and be like, yeah, this is fine. Like you can be like, all right, well, what if this other job is doing this? Well, if like, don't just like take what you're dealt. Like, yeah. Get and what I, you're worth. And I think a lot of people kind of do that. They get complacent. You know, they say, Hey, I make enough money to, to fucking, you know, live and do well and shit. But you know, that's that that ain't enough, man. Just making it, you know what I'm saying? So and not yeah. and also not at the expense of your happiness. Like not, you gotta exactly. go into the office all the time, or are they treating you like shit? Like if you could say, you know, like, yeah, my job is, you know, working for me and like and being complacent, but everything's going fine, that's different. But like don't take, you know, don't take no mistreatment or nothing like that or some shit you ain't gotta deal with. So yeah, yeah. man, it's just a just a matter of uh knowing what you want. And deciding like, OK, that's, that's what I'm worth, because like, you know, you can like in your position, you might like throughout through your life to this point, you might look at your uh your desire to leave that job is almost like hesitant. Like, how should I do that? Like, is that the right thing to do? But like we need to like understand. And when I, and, and this we I, I do mean me and you uh need to understand, too, that we have skills that are not these are no we're no longer entry level niggas. Mm -hmm. So like. And I think that, like, I, well, I'm not going to speak for you in this case, but I'm going to speak for myself in this case. Sometimes I forget that. And that's why And I, I remind myself and I remind my wife, like, w whenever we start thinking about anything that might be going on at work that's stressful or that's troubling or anything like that, I can always say to her and be 100% right 
that we could take our resumes virtually anywhere and get a job. Like we are not entry level niggas no more. We have done too much business. We have done too much. We have too much experience in this industry and in work in general. Like both me and her have managed. Like we have ma literal management experience now. Like you think you're gonna like I. You think we when I, I'm talking about me and her. Like you speaking to her. Like you think we can't. Walk into anywhere else and say, "Look at us. We we have management experience at a top Fortune 500 company. Like, 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 what are they going to like? We could get a job anywhere, not anywhere, but you know, like, we don't have to. My point is that we, me, you, anybody who has like extensive experience in their field, like, we're probably accustomed to behaving like entry level niggas, but we ain't like that no more. No, and we no, can remember, no. like, we don't have to sit here." and take any kind of shit that we don't really want to take. So if you don't want to work from um, you don't want to work in the office and you feel like you're not being paid what you're worth, you could take your resume and your extensive experience in your field and go somewhere that is going to let you work from home. And that's what I think jobs are failing to consider. Just like sometimes I forget that I'm not an entry level nigga no more. That's me forgetting my worth and my value. Like, just like, we can get complacent and forget our worth and value or not think about it. Jobs forget about their employees worth and value. And they take that for granted. And yeah, you can replace me with a nigga that you going to pay significantly less than you paying me, but that nigga ain't me. Right. <laughs> like, so like, right. yeah, save that money, bro. But like, that don't mean that I'm, I can't, I can walk on them at any minute. Like, I'm not saying that as a statement. I'm saying that's something that they should consider but they don't consider that like, but they could, they should consider like he could walk at any time. Like there is, it is very viable that somebody with the, the success that he has found in this company over the last decade can find a job somewhere else and show up and tell us we're, to, to fuck off and leave and leave us in a position where we're kind of fucked and there's nothing we can do about it. But they don't think about that. And that was one of the things that I kind of came to the realization just talking about just not being an entry level guy no more and shit. Like I was going through you gotta my say resume. entry level nigga. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just, so, just so be clear, yeah. Like I know entry. You, I know entry level nigga. Like yeah, it's got to say it like that. No, that definitely has a spunk to it. You're right. Absolutely. I but wish I you could make that. I wish you could make that the episode title. <laughs> like no. episode three seventeen. We ain't no entry level niggas. <laughs> Like niggas gonna be like, oh, they definitely back. Right, right. They are back in full. They full back effect. as fuck. Right. That'd be a subtitle shit. Um <laughs> but yeah, I, it's funny you said it because I was looking at when I was preparing for this this uh interview, I was looking back at my resume, making sure I had no typos, all that shit. And I was just counting my years, like, man, I've been doing this shit for a long time. Even with the gap I had, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, man, this is crazy, man. Like, I just, you know, I think I've I've had kind of had I, a lack of uh of worth of what I've been doing and stuff, you know. So yeah, it, it was it it, it was sadly a uh, it was a wake up call. Well, not sadly, it's a wake up call, but just sadly, it just took too long for me. Like I should have been been at the very least inquiring, you know. So man, yeah. I, I mean, we don't learn nothing fast. Like I feel like like the whole like what I was saying about the um realizing that I could make several videos about the same show. Like I feel like th that's how I feel about like what you just said. Like, oh, man, like, I wish I figured that out earlier. It's like, eh, but, like, that's just life. Like, you just experience this shit, and then it clicks one day, and you just understand it, and it's like, ah, that's what yep. that's what that was. Yep. <laughs> so, like, and I had that same thought. Like, it wasn't until, like, things at my job started to 
take a negative turn. And when I say a negative turn, I don't mean for me. I mean for the company. Like they they started doing shit that I'm just like, mm, I don't know about all that. And that made me think like like it, your your immediate thought is worry. Like, oh, what if something happens? Or what if what if I get fired? Or what if this happens? Or what if the company goes out of business? Or like, you know, I'm not thinking that shit like as viable possibilities. But I'm saying like, you know, if you start to think something like that. Yet my next thought, well, when I thought something like that, my next thought was, if that were to ever, ever happen, I have no reason to be like really worried. Like, if, again, if I was an entry level nigga, if I was 25 years old and I didn't have much experience or my only experience was it, you know, like a, you know, a part time gig at a retail store or something like that, maybe I, I'd be concerned like, OK, well, it's going to be hard for me to find a new job. I like maybe I'm naive, but like I, I feel like it would not be hard for me to find a new job. Nah, and I don't I'll, think that's I don't think you, I don't think naive is nah, I don't think that's a question. I think with the you know the the resume you've built, the experience, the reputation, I I'm sure you'd be good, you know. So I mean you're in an industry where that's kind of one of one of the one of the things that's needed, you know. So um I feel like you'd be good. So yeah, that's, and, and that's what I had to get to the point too. I'm sorry, I'm just saying, and that's why I kind of got to the point of just like, I know I can be used somewhere else. I know I, you know, and I was just like, why the fuck was I doubting my shit like that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Just, just craziness, dog. Just craziness. Mike? Oh, yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, it went out a little bit. All right, you good? Oh, I didn't hear it. I I didn't hear it. I heard. I I think you went out. Well, it's funny. I I kept seeing your your mic your mic move on the on the Zoom screen, but it wasn't showing. Um, it was it wasn't. I wasn't hearing anything. So, oh, that's <clears throat> yeah. weird. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, I, but yeah, I, you you said something like that's what I was trying to get to the point of, and that was the last thing I heard. Oh yeah, just getting to the point of. Of just knowing that you know, hey, I I got this experience. Um, um, I'm, I know I'm worth some out in you know in the in the industry, and 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 it, and it just like I say, and I said earlier, just sad that it took us long. But to your point, you know, some shit don't come quick, you know. So, but shit, I got to with this new house note. Like, god damn, I'm looking at numbers like motherfucker, <clears throat> you know. So, but looking forward to it, man. This will be the first house that you know for us both together. You know, when we first got together i moved in with her then we got married and we've been here we've been thinking about the whole moving to a new house and shit like that but you know man you've just, been talking you've been considering a new house for a long a time long time almost to nausea and so you know just happy we finally figured it out but i think she was gonna lose her mind i was i would have been okay a little while longer but you know it's time it's time to get the fuck up out of here yeah yeah <laughs> so but uh, yeah, man, I'm uh happy to be uh happy to be back in the uh in in the potting seat. Um, uh, I don't think we have to really uh commit to a schedule, but we're definitely back. And um, when y'all see us, is when y'all see us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's uh yeah, it's it's been a it's been an interesting year. Uh, I'm so ready, ready for, for it to be it. over, dog. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready for it to be over. But like, I, I it was. It was a, I don't know. It was a, it was a year that had some very high highs and some very low lows. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's one of those things where like even if you, I don't think it's delusional to go into a new year with optimism, but 
I do think that there is something about a new year that makes you feel like a fresh start and makes you feel like that optimism. Like, yeah, I, I, like this, this is my time to, you know, kind of throw away the mistakes or the things that went wrong in the last year and just try to, uh, you know, find success and happiness in this one. And I, I guess I do, I do feel like there's a level of naive naivete in that. Like things are good. Like shitty stuff is going to happen. Like, it's like, I don't think anybody was like, this was a perfect year. <laughs> like, I don't think anybody's nah, ever said nah, that, but not. uh, yeah, like I, I, I didn't hate this year, but I'm ready to, I'm ready to enter the new, a little bit of, uh, optimism and improving continue to improve because like i felt like the first you know the first half of my life that first 40 years is like there's too much learning curve in there <laughs> like oh, and, absolutely. and absolutely. pivotal learning absolutely. curve like you lose you lose like the first 20 years as being a dumb fucking kid <laughs> and then and then the like the next 20 is kind of like learning curve years like you learn how to be in relationships and you might have kids and you learn how to have a real job and and office politics or what you know whatever and now i kind of feel like these next 40 this back half is about like not appreciation but like like seeing the fruits of your labor kind of like yeah, just like yeah, okay sure. like, like now i have an understanding on how life works now i have an understanding on what i need to do to have the kind of life that i that i will enjoy and then you can just kind of focus on putting those pieces in place to make that back half as, you know, I think enjoyable as it can be. So you look at that first 40, like that was work and look at these next 40, like there's going to be some work in here, but this is going to be me working toward just like enjoyment and, and happiness and fulfillment. And I that like, I feel like that adds a little bit of motivation for uh, us specifically being on that side of 40 entering a new year looking like, okay, I could take these lessons from these first 40 years, give or take, and apply these to these next 40 coming into this new year and shit like that. So yeah, I'm optimistic. Uh, I've been, I've, I, I've had a really enjoyable last few months. I can tell you that. So I can hope that continues. Yeah. Yeah. First half is kind of really wild for me. It's, um, but you know, this second half of the year has been a lot better, but, you know, I'm ready to flush this one down the drain. And, you know, I, I would love to be able to go into a, the new year, you know, the first quarter, you know, the new crib and a new job and just just better outlook on shit. You know, like, you know, <clears throat> I think, you know, people may, may, may classify you as more. Uh, I know I have an angry title in my Twitter name, but, you know, they might look at you a more anger, but I definitely haven't been optimistic about a lot of shit lately. So, you know, just just and I just being mad about just any and every fucking thing, you know, but definitely trying to shed a little of that. Just if anything, just to have happiness on my own, you know what I'm saying? So just have a better outlook. So that's kind of what I'm going into this year. Just a better fucking outlook and just controlling my own destiny, especially when it comes to work. So, yeah, that's, that's what I my plan. Yeah. When I talked about optimism going into the year, like that's part of the part of what I mean about it, too, is like, um taking you know how you're saying taking more command of like your uh your your happiness and, and your job and all that more shit and your outlook and all that kind of stuff like that like that anger and that negativity that is so much a part of who i am <laughs> i am trying to like 
I'm trying to fix that by because I don't I don't think I can fix my anger per se, but I think I can decrease it by counterbalancing it with more positivity. And like that that sounds unlike me, but when I say more positivity, I mean like more enjoyment when I'm not angry, I guess if that makes sense. Like yeah, and, no, and no, acknowledging and knowing the things that make me angry and trying to avoid them. Like Okay, arguing on the internet. Like, that is one of those things where it's like, for me, if I see somebody being loud and wrong, it's like, I have to say something. Like, I have to say something. And now I'm just like, no, you don't, nigga. Like, just ignore that shit, dog. Do not get yourself worked up on the goddamn internet over these niggas. And it's hard, bro. It's hard. <laughs> but, yeah, like, but that's one of the things where it's like, I I like more. I don't, I'm not gonna say more zen because I'm not like that. But I am very much kind of like I I think first. Like, do I even really feel like dealing with this? Like, this is not that important. Like, like I don't need to. Like to me, I look at it as like voluntarily making myself angry. And I think that is what actually I think that's the perfect way to describe my change going into 2023. About like how I was saying, trying to get more positivity out of the times where I'm not angry. Like. The times when I'm angry, it's stuff that I don't have no control over. Like, it's just like, you know, people driving shitty or people treating me shitty or people treating people close to me shitty or like, you know, all those things that I don't have any kind of control over. But when I'm sitting in here in the garage, smoking my cigars and watching my shows in peace, that level of 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 happiness that that brings me, I'm trying to maximize that feeling to counteract the times that I'm angry that I ain't got no control over. So I'm like, those times can still happen, but maybe they won't make me as angry if I'm spending more of that time that's not like that, maximizing the happiness and doing things not not voluntarily making myself angry by engaging with dumb niggas on the internet. <laughs> so Yo. like, that's like, and it's working for me. Like, it really is. Though. Like, like, look at the conversation, like what I was just talking about with you and Johnny. Like, I'm just like, I don't even care. Like, like oh, I made that nigga feel away. I'm gonna apologize. Like, like, yeah, it got heated. Yeah, me and him said some shit we shouldn't have said. And at the end of the day, I'm just like, dog, I ain't know he felt a way about it. Like, and that was my nigga all this time. Like, it's not, it's not like it's not worth it, dog. Like, I'll just apologize for my part in what we did. And then if if anything, if he say fuck you, nigga, I'm fine with that. Cause I wasn't about to apologize. Like, I was fine with things staying the way they were. But I decided, like, okay. I'm just gonna apologize. I I wasn't trying to affect that nigga like that, so I'm apologize for my piece on it. And then at the end of the, after that, whatever happens don't matter to me. If he tells me to fuck off, cool. I was I I didn't plan on apologizing in the first place, <laughs> so I was fine with staying how, things how they were. But at the end of the day, I can look at it like, well, my apology cancels out anything that I said. <laughs> so like, I'm not gonna have no. I'm gonna sleep fine. At night, if that nigga's still mad at me, I will sleep a-okay. But, like, I, I, I really feel like 2021 Mike would have been like, I ain't apologizing that nigga, I don't feel like it. <laughs> like, right, and, but right. now, I look at it like, I don't even look at it as a thing. Like, I'm just like, yeah, fuck it, I'll, I'll apologize to him. Well, I said some wild shit. Not a big deal. <laughs> like, I don't even care. Because <laughs> I'm just like, it's just so insignificant to me because all I care about is taking care of my family and maximizing my own mental health and being happy and enjoying enjoying myself in the moments when I can 
to out offset the times when I can't like, OK, if I got to go to work for eight hours a day, let me make sure that whatever hours that I'm not at work and not asleep, that I am happy. And they're like, that's it. It's really that fucking simple. And if apologizing to that nigga, make it back. like like whatever. Who cares? Like, I got, I got no problem admitting I said something, some fucked up stuff and apologize for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm a ordinary ass nigga. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. So, well, before I forget, I'm trying to remember when was your when was your daughter born? Uh, my latest daughter. <laughs> yes, yeah, your, your latest one. Yeah. So you you had you you gained. A yeah, new I had kid a baby since, during the hiatus. Yeah. So you you gained a new kid since since then. So mm-hmm. now I was trying to think. Like I could, I thought it was like later on, later on in the year since we recorded. So yeah, you had a whole ass new kid and shit. Yeah, that was uh, oh, September seventh. So yeah, so um, that's if that's anything to keep your. I mean, I know you absolutely love your kids, you know the ones that are here, but you know the ones that were here previous to to, the, to your newest uh, girl. But you know, if anything, to add to the happiness is definitely you know your your newest addition. So, and that that's helped too because, um, she like I said, she was born September seventh, so mm-hmm. she'll be four months uh, on the on the seventh of January, and she has already been like stress free which is like ridiculous because like Michael was a terror for six months. The uh, two girls were a terror for two years. Like (laughs) they never, like it's like they never slept. They cried all the fucking time. Like they uh, were difficult to feed at times. They like, they were just like really hard. Like when you have kids that are like just constantly uh, just like adding, I don't want to say adding stress to make it sound like a burden, but like it wears on a marriage. Like it's it, like it's hard to have like two full years <laughs> where it's like, how am I gonna get any good sleep? Uh, am am I am I is my kid gonna give me a hard time trying to feed him? Are they gonna cry all goddamn day? And having to deal with that for two years is fucking stressful and it's hard on a marriage. It's hard on a a parent. And to have this one now on my fourth kid, I entered into this like, all right, Michael, <laughs> you know what these next two years for to be like. So just prepare for it now. Just understand this is what it's going to be like. So that way, when it happens, you don't have to be like, oh, this is terrible. Man, I wish the, like these kids would be more chill. And now she's out the gate chill as fuck like she hardly ever cries she sleep all the time like she, like she likes me already like she, like them two the, the two girls they didn't like me for them first two years like like that's crazy man yeah and it's like now it's like this one liked me already she like straight i'm like that adds to it that helps like when you trying to you know find this happiness all the time and you have a new kid and you're thinking like ah oh, it's about to be two years of fuck shit and they like not even have two months of it, like like she already like smoothed up, but she was never a problem, like like man, like it's crazy. So yeah, she been she been real cool. Yeah, that, that's dope. That's dope. Oh, one more thing that I got going that I had that I hadn't really uh well, and you you partially know about it, but not fully, is that I uh you know you remember um. Memory because you never met him, but uh, or did you meet that my um, my homeboy Dante that has uh the cigar line cigar recon? Yeah, yeah, I met him at the Smoke of the River, Smoke of the River last year. So he came back to Smoke of the River this year, but anyway, um, I'm working with him and his cigar line, uh, so that's gonna be pretty cool, kind of a cool thing. Never, never ever had any uh 
never thought I would be a part of someone's cigar brand. You know All what right. I'm saying? So uh working with him. So that's pretty cool. So hopefully trying to get them his brand and a couple of shops here in in Michigan. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna um, be working on that and just just growing the brand. So he has really good sticks and um I think it's gonna be a cool thing. So that's another cool thing that's been happening last six months or so. So yeah, man, next year is definitely gonna be really dope, man. I'm looking forward to it. Definitely looking yeah. forward to it. So yeah, and that's cool to be able to find like these little side things that you can be passionate about and maybe make some money off of and uh you know maybe get to a place where you know one day maybe you become uh you know it, this turns into like you have a shop or something like that or you're working like he takes off and now you work for his you know cigar brand like yeah, whatever like like shit you can build or shit that you can like okay this is something i enjoy this is something i'm passionate about this is something i want to do and not feel like i gotta drag my ass into the office to do this fuck ass job to pay this these fuck ass bills you know like Bruh, it would be nice if you can get crazy. to that point yeah and that's man. what i like i like i can't imagine being able to sit here sitting here and fuck off and watch tv shows and then talk about them on the internet and make a bunch of money like 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 i can't imagine being like that being how i provide for my family bro i can't like, wait till you're able years to work out, jobs god i i cannot wait till you're able to cannot and, wait and like and i was talking about this on this podcast i did with delvin like it no longer feels like a a dream. Like when I started doing it for that first year, again, it was just kind of like, let's just keep doing this and see what happened this year. It was kind of like, okay, learning curve. I'm learning this. I'm getting better, steady growth, blah, 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 blah. And then it was like, when I reflected on it, when I got on the podcast with Delvin, I was kind of just like reflecting on it. I was like, I don't even that, me turning the YouTube channel into my primary source of income is like a far-fetched goal anymore. Like, I feel like I, I feel like I could do that now. Yeah. Like, I feel like that is like beyond possible. Like, I, I think that like, I think that is, that can happen. I think that will happen. I think it's just a matter of how fast I can make it happen. And that's right. an interesting transition too to go from like, Oh man, it'd be sweet if I could do that to like, Yo, I could do that now. I like, really I like, I, that, I, right. I see that. I see that light at the end of the tunnel now. Like, I see, I, I see that as as something attainable, and like that's, that's cool. That's a cool place to be in. Absolutely, can't wait, can't wait, brother. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, that's all I got, man. Um, anything else gonna add before we close out? Oh, I'm all set. All right, man. Well, happy New Year to you folks, and have a hope you hopeful. For a prosperous uh, new year for you all as well. And uh, see y'all next time. All right. Peace. Peace.